0: Guys, welcome to another week. This week is really exciting because we have with us Katie coming back to join us for the fourth time, the only Her Daily Drive podcast E that has come back for the fourth time. But you all love what she has to say. She's an incredible woman of God. And so I'm really excited to have you back, Katie.
1: Oh, thanks, Sarah. I'm excited too. But I must say, I'm kind of waiting for my frequent fly prize. <laughs> like, am I going to get a Her Daily Drive coffee mug or something? Like, a ring. Uh, if I'm... you're
0: at Red Frogs for 10 years, you get a ring. Yes, let's do that. That's I'll wear it with fun. pride. So good. It'd be great. As a teacher, it'd be great advertising, actually. It would be. I can't believe this is the fourth time, though. It's really exciting. And we're over the phone because of isolation, yeah. um, but we're on FaceTime, so we can still see each other's faces, and it's lovely. Good. Yeah. So, Katie, do you want to give us a bit of an update of life, what's happening for you this year, some big changes...
1: Well, I'm a teacher, so this last bit has been really weird, teaching online, especially Mm. trying to teach chemistry online. I was just telling you, Sarah, I've become a bit of a YouTuber. I think I've made about 20 YouTube videos, which I never, ever thought I would do. Yeah, that's happened, and I'm an auntie, and I have a niece and nephew that I love very, very, very much. Other than that, ISO is kind of treating me well.
0: What's one thing from isolation you're going to take with you into the future?
1: Online dance classes. (laughs)
0: I've actually, my (laughs) neighbor does Zumba. I've actually heard that that's amazing. I need to do something like that.
1: One of the ladies from our church is normally in the gym as a fitness instructor. And she got me onto this app. So you can do any of the kind of gym classes. So I do one called Shabam. And I don't think I would ever do it in a class. I don't think I'd ever be confident enough to, like, do the hip bumps the way they do. But <laughs> it's so much fun in the lounge room with the blinds closed and just dancing away. That's been the thing I've loved in this season.
0: That's amazing. And we'll still do go to essentials, but what are three things that you're loving in life at the moment?
1: Okay, coffee.
0: Yeah, coffee. i like the same my... for four times <laughs>
1: I think it might be. I was looking at my notes from last time, but in this season, I found even when I was teaching from home, I got up, drove to the coffee shop, got a coffee, came home, did my teaching. So I think coffee's definitely a thing. Other go-to, well, other than my dance classes, probably my headphones. I've got three different pairs of headphones for depending on what device and what I'm doing. So in this season, they're never far from my hand.
0: Katie, what are we going to talk about today? So today, Sarah, I thought I'd talk about filters. I love that. Why are filters so important to talk about in today's society? Okay, so I'm not talking about
1: filters like on your phone or on Instagram or Snapchat. I'm talking about filters I use for my words, whether they be written or spoken. So I think in society, our words can have real power or they can have real danger in how we use our words. So I always try to apply four filters to what I'm trying to say or do, especially in kind of emotional situations to try and make sure that my words are going to be as encouraging as they can be. So the four filters I would use would be, is it necessary? Is it helpful? Is it kind? Is it true? And so I try to use that before I speak and before I post, you know, anything on social media rather than just go, here's a picture of my breakfast because it was amazing. You know, is it necessary to post a picture of my breakfast? (laughs) Maybe not. Is it helpful? Depending on the situation. So I don't always get four out of four, but I always try to at least tick off the list in my head before I comment on social media or before I say some things.
0: That's actually really amazing, I love that. And what kind of experience did you go through in terms of learning those things?
1: I think like most of us, I could tell you conversations where I've had hard words or harsh words spoken over me. And I think especially as women, we remember those a lot more than we remember the encouraging, unloving words we've had spoken. And sometimes those harsh words just stick with us for years and can cut a bit like a sword. Where possible, I should say, I never want to be the person that has to live with that, that I've hurt that person with my words. I want to be someone who's encouraging and uplifting. I mean, there's times when you've got to have tough conversations, And that's when I always still try to be necessary, helpful, kind and true, you know, and try to use nice words like I like and I wonder as opposed to... This is wrong. The other experience I've had, Sarah, I'm really good at negative self-talk. I don't know whether I should say I'm really good at it, but I've had 38 years of experiencing it in my own head, that way that we can be really harsh on ourselves and that self-talk and just trying to even apply that filter to my own head. All right, Katie, why are you thinking this? Is this necessary? Is it actually true? You're not not being kind to yourself, trying to do that in my head. And i found I've probably been trying to apply these, oh, geez, for about four years, Mm. and so... It might sound like it's a five-minute process, but when it just becomes second nature, you know, it can be quite quick. And I've found that my self-talk is nicer than it probably was before I started.
0: And my husband always says we're our biggest preacher to ourselves. Like, we're the number one person that we listen to all the time. And so if it's negative, then we definitely listen to that and it's affecting us.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, what we say about ourselves quite often isn't even true. It's just that we can have really high expectations of ourselves or can have misguided interpretations of how the world sees us.
0: What does the Bible tell us about how we use our words?
1: Look, Sarah, I'm so glad you asked because one of my other go-tos in this season that I forgot to mention, right, is my iPad because mm. I bought a new iPad. I've got like a whole page of Bible verses for you on yes. my
0: iPad.
1: So <laughs> so Ephesians talks about a lot about how our words should be encouraging. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. So to me, that's about, you know, always trying to speak in love and encouragement. We should get rid of all our bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander as well as all types of evil behaviour. We should be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another just as God through Christ has forgiven us. Wise words satisfy like a good meal and the right words can bring satisfaction. I don't know about you, Sarah, but I've had plenty of times where someone's just dropped an encouraging word and that's just been like the key to unlock that extra level of joy in the situation and that's been the thing that's gone, oh, yeah. And I think sometimes God plants words in us to use at the right time for those moments as well. I like where it talks about this one, sorry, Proverbs 12.6. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives.
0: That's amazing. What translation is that?
1: uh, That was NLT. So good. I I love reading different translations. Mm. Can I just give you a little random aside? Mm. My other favourite translation at the moment is Hawaiian Pigeon. It's just so true. It's like... The boss man is what they call God and anyway it's it's a good read if you want to read something different so I think the Bible makes it pretty clear Mm. that our words are powerful and the right word in the right season can have real meaning to me taking a second to use those filters is also taking a second to just throw that prayer up and you know God is what you want me to be saying in this season.
0: How do you find your inspiration to keep this going? Like you said, you've been kind of doing this for four years and I know it's probably one of the hardest things we can do is to create, you know, positive self-talk but also create positive language in our everyday lives. How do you keep that going and keep reminding yourself to do that?
1: Really good question. I think to me now it's just complete habit. And to be honest, I don't even really think about it so much except Mm. when I know I'm about to walk into a tough situation and I will kind of run it through my head almost like a comfort more than anything else when I first started I didn't do it very well you know I, I would get it right maybe 10% of the time then I'd get it right 20% of the time and just kept trying to you know work on it and get better and I think for me it was watching people's reactions you know mm-hmm. if you if you react out of emotion as opposed to react out of compassion you can quite often see in a person's face that that words landed wrong didn't want to keep seeing that
0: Katie, before we finish, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners?
1: We're all working towards being better versions of ourselves and the times when we might stuff up or say a word that we know has been hurtful to someone to not beat ourselves up. As we said before, we can be our own worst enemies and we are our powerful preachers to ourselves. Learn, okay, was it out of haste? Was it out of emotion? Was it out of a real passion for something that you were talking about? Learn from it and try to just um, in that next situation do do better and to become sort of more like who you want to be.
0: Katie, thank you so much for joining us. It was such an encouraging message and I think it's a really big challenge and especially in this season where everything is words and we're, you know, not face to face currently but we're texting and we're messaging and zooming. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're so welcome. I look forward to number five. Oh man, so good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if you want more encouragement throughout the week, you can follow her daily drive on Instagram or simply like the Facebook page. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.